You are listening to the Mentally Strong Choice Mapping Podcast. I am Dr. B, a doctoral prepared psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner with over 20 years of clinical experience. However, my real expertise comes from having experienced unimaginable hardship. As a result, I created Choice Mapping, a cognitive behavioral approach. Listen and learn how Choice Mapping makes you mentally stronger. Hi, I'm Dr. B, psychiatric nurse practitioner and creator of Choice Mapping. This is a series on grieving the loss of a child. And I, um, I talked about Johnny in the last video, and today I wanna talk about Reggie. When I talked about Johnny, I talked about how the death of a child changes you forever, that there is, um, that day will be forever um, etched in your mind and replaying it. But we have to find a way to move forward to choose hope and to choose happiness. Reggie was a different story. Johnny's death was one day we thought things were going good and the next day we lost him. Reggie, when we came back um, from uh, Kentucky after Johnny's death and um, began trying to get back into life, and grieving Johnny, Reggie was was beginning to really get sick. Um, he, we were having him tested for all kinds of things. They had said that maybe he has autism, um, developmental delay, and then in December twenty um, fourth, two thousand six, he had his first grand mal seizure. And I remember that day very clearly. Uncle Wayne was outside swinging him around, and he just went into this grand mal seizure, and I had been telling the doctors that something was seriously wrong with Reggie, that it wasn't autism or learning disabilities or ADHD, like something was wrong. And that was just like this weight of, of confirmation that there's something serious. And he went to the hospital by ambulance and... Um, they did an EEG, which looks for seizures. And <laughs> some doctors have no tack. I remember Christmas Eve, he walks into our hospital room and says, that is the worst EEG I've ever seen. <laughs> now, this is a pediatric neurologist. <sighs> and that was the beginning of a very long journey of fighting for Reggie fighting for his health, fighting first for a diagnosis. So it took a couple more years and a really good geneticist that found DRPLA, which is a progressive, uh, potentially terminal brain disorder that is basically killing off brain cells every day. But I didn't believe that God would take another child from me. We went to every doctor, every treatment possible, hyperbaric oxygen, all kinds of alternative therapies, special diets, everything, at least $100,000 worth of um, things outside of what medical insurance would cover. We took him to Mexico for stem cell therapy. We did everything. We, this is how we moved to Colorado. We moved to Colorado to see if cannabis could save Reggie. 
And then one day we were at the immunologist, another uh, thing that we were doing, we were trying to see if IVIG could reverse or slow down the progression of the uh, DRPLA, which is off-label use for IVIG. And um, he was laying there in the bed getting uh, the IV and he went into a seizure. And on that bed, as he was seizing, his muscles were so tight that his femur broke in half right in front of me. He was rushed to the hospital. He survived. But he was never the same. He started going downhill. He never walked again. And just everything was, was, we felt like we were chasing, trying to make him better, trying to make him better. And um, I, we had gone to the hospital so many times for so many things. And every time we go to the emergency room, it's like, well, we, there's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. And so I got to the point where I didn't take him to the hospital every time he wasn't doing well. And um, October 30th, 2016, he wasn't doing well, but there's so many days he wasn't doing well. And I'm a nurse. I thought, I, you know, I can take care of it. He's got nursing care at home. You know, we can do this. We did some what we call Reggie therapy, which is like this on, hands-on therapy. And we um, just, you know, did his treatments and, and tried to make him feel better. And then that night, something wasn't right. He, wa he wasn't really interacting well. He was lethargic. I wasn't, you know, uh, his respiratory rate and his oxygen levels were low. And I, I finally decided I need to take him to the hospital. But at this point, the, the oxygen levels were, were dropping, and so I couldn't transport him myself. So I called 911 to come out to the house. And in my mind, when I, when I made this phone call, I was going to call, and, I was going in, and they were going to come. We were going to ride in the ambulance, and, and Reggie was going to be fine. It was going to be another hospitalization. By the time they got there, they couldn't find a pulse. It's like as soon as they walked in the house, his spirit left him because I swear to God he was there. They immediately started CPR and I, I just stood there in shock. I'm a nurse. My son was dying right in front of me. And I didn't even know it. And so seeing CPR being done on your child for, I don't, it was a long time because I would not let them stop. It's traumatic. <laughs> and if you follow my story, you know that I am okay. <clears throat> Reggie did pass that night. And that was October 30th, 2016. And here we are starting 2021 and I am determined 
to share mental strength that you can do this. It, it created enormous uh, spiritual conflict for me because I had believed that God told me that he was going to heal Reggie. And so I had to, to work through that. I had to work. I continue have to work through the grief, the trauma and the guilt of that day. If you're watching this and you've lost a child, you have a story. You have a story of that day that you lost your child. Tell your story, but tell it with a happy ending that you were okay, that you have found meaning and purpose, not meaning in the death. I always tell God because sometimes I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I'm going through all of this so that I can share it with people and really practice what I'm saying that you can be mentally strong. <laughs> but I always bargain with God. Well, I could have done that if you healed Reggie also. <laughs> so it's constant. But I want to be real. I want to be real in the pain and also real in the fact that we can. We can find purpose, we can find happiness. That you can be okay. That you are mentally strong. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about choice mapping, visit our website, www.mentallystrong.com. And remember, Choice mapping makes you mentally stronger.